0: You're listening to the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast, where we help
1: you attract new patients and grow your practice beyond your wildest dreams. Here's your host, two-time Emmy Award winner, Shane Simmons.
0: Hey everybody, what's up? And welcome to another episode of the Nothing But The Tooth. Dentistry Podcast. I am your host Shane Simmons and uh, last week we didn't have an episode out as you all probably saw. It was one of those uh, weeks where everything kind of just got crazy and had a lot going on and was doing some traveling uh, you know with a couple of video shoots which was a lot of fun and I actually have a whole podcast that I recorded uh, on one of my trips uh, just about video and And how you can use that in your practice. So, I'm gonna be uh, releasing that most likely next week. But this, uh, I was originally gonna release it this week. But then, uh, after my interview that I had, uh, which you're about to hear, I was like, we gotta get this thing out now because I think it is really important. uh, And it's something that kind of I hear from everybody. In dentistry, that I talk to, and that is about building a community and a support network for dentists and dental professionals. And today, we're actually going to be talking to Trevor Maurer, the president and CEO of Smile Source. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Smile Source, they're basically uh, a network of private practice dentists all around the country. And they have, you know, 550 plus locations, more than a thousand, uh, you know, doctors. And basically, what they do is they help build this support network uh, for one another to help each other out in their practices so that they can continue to grow. And in this podcast, Trevor and I discuss uh, a lot of different, you know, the challenges that dentists face, for example, kind of the isolation feeling that dentistry has. At Times and then we also discuss, you know, like corporate dentistry and how they've been able to really get their message and get uh, a lot of their resources in dental schools. And many dental students are kind of taught that, you know, it's go work for somebody else, go work for these you know corporate clinics. This is how much you'll make. All of these different things, but the private practice model has uh, kind of been a little bit more quiet. And so we're trying to, you know, bring that discussion up. And that's what Smile Source is doing a great job with. And uh, you know, it's obviously our mission here at Crimson Media as well is to kind of help the private practice owner. And you know, dentistry and owning a dental practice, it, it's entrepreneurship, you know, at its finest. You may be an awesome clinician, but when it comes to business, you may not know a lot about it. And so that's why it's important to have these networks. And I wanna bring up a quote before we get into this interview with Trevor, which was really, really good. Uh, And this quote is by Mark Twain. And it says, keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the really great make you feel that you too can become great. And I think that really sets the theme for this episode is surrounding yourselves with others who are trying to uh, accomplish similar goals or who have accomplished, you know, a lot of success and can then pass down that knowledge to you. So that's what this interview with Trevor Maurer of Smile Source is all about. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. All right, everybody, we have Smile Source president and CEO Trevor Maurer here with us on the podcast. And I am uh, really excited to have him on here, met him a few months back. And of course, I've been, you know, become more and more acquainted with smile source and uh super pumped to have you on here trevor how are you doing today
1: thanks shane i'm doing great it's great to be here appreciate the invite
0: so tell us trevor smile source i feel like is always doing something i feel like you guys have you know events i saw stuff about you guys were in uh in mexico here recently how is life for you 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 staying busy and and what kind of things you got going on down there
1: There there's so much good stuff happening yeah thanks there's we, we are always doing something we have about 650 member locations now so we're busy we've obviously scaled from uh, you know I think we had 32 locations in late 2012 so it's been uh, some really exciting growth and uh, you know I think that what we do every day is we work to strengthen the, in, the independent dental practice and uh, it's working so yeah lots happening good stuff
0: Absolutely, and I, I want you to talk about that a little bit because uh, a lot of our listeners here on the podcast maybe are just considering starting their own practice. Maybe they just have you know taken that dive, which can be you know, terrifying at times. But what you guys are doing at Smile Source, I think, is is really neat and also much needed. As a fellow entrepreneur, and knows the support systems that if you have them, make the world a difference. Talk a little bit about. Smile source for those who aren't familiar and and what it is you guys do and and kind of the mission
1: sure, well, the mission is to preserve private practice dentistry right which and we all need we well that's we think it's really important there is uh, there's all kinds of different dentistry being delivered in the marketplace, and you know there there are a lot of corporate owned dental practices that do a great job and they serve a need, whether it's an underserved location or it's extended hours or weekends there's There's lots of good things happening there. Um, Our our horse in the race is the the private practice. And we like to think that the community-based owner-operator treats a family for life of their practice um, versus in corporate practice, the stats are that the turnover rates are in the 30 to 40% range. So after three years, you're you're gonna see a new dentist every time uh, in that, in that situation, which can be okay, depending upon the kind of dentistry you want, but that's not, that's not our horse in the race. We want the long the longterm, long-term uh, relationship with the, the practice owner and the patient. So, you know, we think that if two things happen, private practice will thrive. Um, one is the dentist has to enjoy what they do because why do it if you don't love it and they have to earn a, earn a living, right? So it's getting harder and harder to earn a good living. So by grouping together our strength in you know a bunch of core core business building areas, um, private practices can can do as well, or you know frankly much better than than corporate practices in terms of the the financial freedom to the doctor and uh, just their ability to thrive.
0: You mentioned uh, that how important that is to you know make, be able to make a living in in private dentistry, and and that's one of the big fears that you know i hear from from others out there about you know with whether it's the insurance you know today and and how difficult that's been to navigate that and and just kind of that changing landscape um what specifically you know talk about how important that is and to a lot of people who may not know like they may you know clinically they are solid like they are so ready but once you jump into that you know business ownership and owning a practice uh, it's kind of uh, a whole new world in the sense of from the business side. Is that right? And is that what you've seen from you know, some of the, your guys' experience with new members?
1: Yeah, we see it in, in cold start practices, and we see it in large practices that, that join Small. It's interesting. The average practice that joins source is collecting over a million dollars when the average practice in the U.S. is 700K. So there's something about the larger practice understanding the need for shared resources more often than the smaller practice because there's less larger practices but more of them join smile than smaller practices so the dynamics of that i find fascinating and also the the new grads you know first of all they're continuously told there's no other way for them except to go be an employee and they should be an employee at a corporate location the corporates are doing a great job of being in the schools and getting their message out and we're not there's there's nobody I know of in the schools promoting why you should go into private practice and and how you can succeed, how you can do it. Right. There's no path versus you know, corporate path is here's the job, here's the payouts, here's, here's the city. It's, it's all it's all laid out for you. So I find that um, when they understand, when they understand the benefits of collaborating, working together, it makes perfect sense. Our message, our reach just isn't that wide. So thank goodness we're on your show and we're we're uh, expanding our reach.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're trying to touch on that more because something about that private practice that um, you know some like like you said like there's a place for corporate dentistry absolutely, but then there is also there should be a, I think this place for private practice as well because just serving different types of people you know there's we could go into that for you know hours. But one of the things that I really want to talk about is some of these different resources that you guys are offering for your members and the stat that you brought up was really interesting to me too is in most of these practices you're doing over a million dollars annually is that's to have to do with realizing like investments as you know a more success maybe you know, a little bit more successful practice been around longer, whatever it may be um, realizes the importance of kind of these type of investments and the returns that they'll bring. Um, What are your thoughts on that versus maybe, you know, a scratch, you know, startup practice, who's maybe trying to, you know, just pinch pennies any way they can to kind of save money at first so that they can later invest. What are your thoughts on, on that? and, And the psychology, have you guys dug into the psychology of why that is?
1: We have, and it's interesting you say that because, you know, obviously it's an age old saying you cannot save your way to prosperity, right? And so we, we tend to attract the practices that have leveraged technology, you know, expanded, uh, maybe at or considering bringing on an associate, um, more willing to invest versus seeing these things as expenses. So they really look at the ROI of a spend, right, versus just the outflow and the hope that something comes back. So they have a plan on how to put that capital to work. And that's, that's really, really important to know what, uh, what success looks like, right? If you buy a piece of technology or you invest in you know, education to go and learn sleep or implants or ortho, what is the outcome of that need to be for it to pay off instead of you just going and getting great education and maybe thinking hopefully it might work?
0: It's thinking in a whole different way. Like you really have to change your entire mindset.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You have to go into every significant spend and you know calculate the internal rate of return. What, what is this going to bring back to me? It's what, it's what investors do, right? You look, at, you look at private equity and how they're buying up dental practices and uh, you know, the, the industry is already 20% corporate-owned dental locations and that's, that's growing because the calculations are that they're going to get a great rate of return on that money. Right? So, they, I mean, they know 5, 10, 20 years out what that investment return looks like before they buy a practice. Absolutely.
0: Well, so, w- with your guys' experience and, and what you all do and you provide, and, and we'll definitely get into that and all the different um, you know, things that you, su- you support and provide for your members, what are like two or three things that you all have found has really you know, maybe helped take some of your members' practices to that next level obviously you guys are doing team training and market research and all these different things but uh maybe what are some of those things that you've noticed that are really kind of the pillars of helping you know spurt that growth so to speak uh that maybe some people wouldn't have otherwise if they didn't have this this network uh this support system
1: yeah, and, and I think I'd like to answer that on you know whether or not you join SmileSource. You, you don't have to join SmileSource, right? There's there's lots of ways to succeed. And you know, you're you're gonna want to look to do a few things. You wanna make smart investment decisions on any technology. You wanna put the patient first, right? You wanna make sure that that you are offering them all of the best parts of dentistry. That they might want there's there's two things that i noticed i'm not a dentist i've been in dentistry five years so coming in i noticed a couple things right away i noticed that the uh the dentists at trade shows because that's where we went to meet people um many of them tend to exaggerate a little bit how are things <laughs> things are awesome i'm killing it i'm getting 80 new patients a month i love my team Uh, I'm making more money than I can possibly ever have imagined. I'm driving a brand new sports car. And then when you walk away, someone comes up to you and says, Hey, careful. That guy hasn't paid a bill in five months, (laughs) right? Mm. Not, Not always the case, but there, there tends to be some, some exaggeration and no sharing, like no sharing. I don't, I don't want to say the good things that I'm doing or help that guy out across the street because he's going to steal my patient. Right. I found that dentistry is very isolated. Yeah. And, and these dentists are they're trying to do everything by themselves, all the heavy lifting and they can't that's why stress is so high and, and, and you know there, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad things that happen at dentists because they work so hard and they try to do it all themselves and if they would just open up and, and uh, you know, help others and collaborate in a legal way, obviously, the reason we built our model our way is so it allows for legal collaboration um, there's a lot of things that you don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? There's a lot of things you can, you can gain from others. So, so find a group, find a friend, find a mentor, find a advisory board, so to speak. Don't try to do it all alone. Right. And, and may not be some of the online forums that, that, uh, they can be very positive and they can be very hurtful.
0: Right? <laughs> you could say that again. Yeah.
1: Um, so make sure it's a group you trust and go beyond the clinical, go beyond the, you know, how do I know how to make a good hire? Tell me about your last five hires and how and how you decide if they're good or bad. Right? Is is Craigslist always the answer? You know, might not be. Might be worth spending a little bit extra money or time or research to get that per- perfect candidate. Right? And you know, hire for hire for uh, for attitude, train for skill. You know, maybe the Starbucks barista is the right hire for the front desk. Maybe it's not somebody with ten or twenty years of dental experience. Um, you gotta, you gotta and, that's, go with- and
0: that's interesting that you bring that up because sometimes what, what I have seen is, you know, bringing in some new blood and being able to train them, assuming that they have kind of that you know, baseline skill set that you can, um, help train ar- around dentistry is better than someone who not to say that people who've been in dentistry for 20 or 30 years are like stuck in their ways, but sometimes there are a few people who are a little bit harder to train and in, in, in that sense. So, that's an interesting point that you bring up, I think, too, because, I mean, the team is so important. And that's where I see a lot of people try to shortcut a little bit around is, is getting around, you know, the team. And that's kind of what's going to make or break the practice in a lot of cases. Is that any, you know, accurate or is that
1: what you guys have? It is. I mean, I think you have to understand this is your business. You're, you're an entrepreneur and a dentist, Right. And and I see some dentists where, where they let their team run their business, right? Instead of the dentist run the business. You don't have to do everything, but just be the leader, right? Set clear expectations, set a culture. These are my cultural expectations. These are the metrics that we're going to run this practice by. And everybody's responsible for a number.
0: Yeah. How is, and, and I want to circle back to this and, and talking about kind of having that that community and and support because, you know, we talk about this and there are a lot of uh, people out there who are like, you know, that sounds great. I just, you know, Trevor, I don't know how to do that. Like, I'm not sure, you know, how I should be bringing that up to my team or, you know, how to create these, you know, these goals, these values for, you know, this team that we're building out. Um, how does the the community support? come into that. And, and is that in the case of, you know, some of the, the meetups that you guys do, is it more of, you know, talking with the smile source team member? How do you guys specifically handle that maybe with um, some of your members who are maybe unsure about a particular subject that they need to focus on moving forward?
1: Well, Shay, we're, we're almost neurotic about best practices um, because they're, they're so powerful. Right. And as soon as something is good, that really works, we want to share it across our network like wildfire as fast as we can. So, so how do we do it? You know, obviously we have our, our big annual meeting, but that's only once a year. Um, and then we have in our 45 markets across the country, you know, we'll have meetings bimonthly or quarterly where we'll literally spend time on issue resolution. Doctors will have a problem and say, how do I fix this? And we'll, We'll brainstorm that together with a very specific process that we use um, and we'll also best practice share in those meetings. So we're, we're not going to get together every two months and talk about, you know, how to do perfect dentistry clinically. We, we recruit docs that are referred to us that are already great clinicians, right? Um, we recruit docs that are great in some areas and can learn in others, right? So when you, when you join SMILE, you're gonna to contribute to other success and others are gonna to contribute to your success. So the, the back and forth communication is really, really important at these local meetings. And then of course, we, very, we have a very strong online, private, closed community, where you might have a patient in the chair. You, this is actually clinical time. You'll, you'll post photos online and say, here's, here's what I'm thinking of doing. Or um, you might have somebody in and say, okay, this case presentation, how, how would you present it? I wanna close this case. And, and you'll get people giving you great advice, you know, not necessarily as mentors. That, that happens um, just uh, automatically, I guess, these relationships form. But, um, you know, you'll have a lot of people as your peer tell you the successes they've had or the failures. Well, hey, don't say it this way because that's not going to work.
0: And I think that's, that's kind of a beautiful thing because, again, what you guys are you know trying to um, breed here is – like we mentioned earlier, having just dentists supporting dentists and not being all about, oh, you know, we're producing this much this month, you know, and, and trying to be kind of like a show off where they're, you know, again, a lot of times maybe not even being fully honest with it, but it's just creating that support system because th- this is one of the few industries, and that maybe you and I coming from outsiders have been able to see it more, but this industry was completely different in that sense from other, um, you know, professionals that I had worked with. Where there was that issue of people maybe not wanting to share or people wanting to kind of like hold these things together. And what you guys have created are people, and and there are others out there too, but people who are truly just wanting to help and see others do well. And I think that that goes a long way and being able to find a mentor, you know, as a, a young, maybe a younger dentist who you know you can have a direct connection with somebody who's been doing this for you know, 15, 20 years at a high level, and you guys kind of provide that that opportunity for that. So you guys do have like an online platform and everything as well for that that communication.
1: We do you know what the, the other thing that is is important is if you're if you're running your own business, right? You're a dentist running a practice and you have a challenge, you can't always go home to the spouse right and say, hey, I'm having this huge problem because the spouse is wondering are we gonna make it? <laughs> right? Right. You bring that stress home, right? You don't want to bring that stress home. And then do you go to the staff and say, you know, hey, you know, I'm I'm really trying to figure out how I'm gonna make payroll next month. What do you guys think we should do? Right? <laughs> you don't want to take that to the staff. So, so who is your trusted advisor group, right? And you need one. And so, you know, we you plug into that with us and uh and you you get that advice, but beyond that, who holds you accountable? So you, you go to these weekend courses and you're going to make this big change in your practice and then you get to work Monday. The first two patients are late, your front, your front desk and your hygienist called in sick and you implement nothing. You don't even have your team meeting, your huddle that you were going to have. And it all kind of falls apart. Whereas in these groups, right, you'll communicate your plan and then there's a follow up. You'll be followed up with on, Hey, how's the plan going? Do you need any support or assistance? How can we help? and it's not a true coaching relationship because you know do it or don't do it it's up to you Um, but that that partnership and community can pull you along if if you want to it's you know like a gym membership right you can pay but if you don't go it doesn't matter
0: yeah yeah absolutely one of the things that i want to get in here as well um because i think this is super important is a lot of dentists the big issue is you know when they're looking at uh different you know like vendors or you know supply companies, whatever it may be, that is like a whole beast in itself because there are it seems like at least so many different options that they have. They don't know where to start. Um, you guys kind of help with that as well as far as you know different vendors, whether you're looking for supplies, whatever it may be. Talk a little bit about that and kind of the advantages that you guys have because of the relationships that Smile Source has developed with um, some of these you know companies.
1: So you want to know uh, how we develop the relationships, or how can I answer this the best? Yeah.
0: So basically, you know, you guys, to my understanding, uh, provide resources to your members as far as like someone saying, "Hey, look, you know, we're looking for uh, you know a good company by like implant supplies." You know what I mean? Like something like that, or you know, if they're looking at offering um, uh, ortho, you know, clear aligner therapy, and you're like, you know, should I go clear correct? Should I go Invisalign or you know whatnot? To my understanding, you guys kind of can also help with that decision-making. And uh, is, is that right?
1: Yeah. So the four things that we do, um, one of them is we have a formulary for products, right? So there, there's one thing we do to reduce expenses, which is really simple. We get our, our members great discounts on things that they mostly already use. In some cases, they might need to change from vendor A to vendor B, but many cases they don't have to. And then we do three things for revenue generation, which are, you know, marketing, education, and collaborative practice management, which are those meetings I talked about. So just on the product side, we do have three different tiers of product choices, right? So we'll have top tier, second tier, third tier, and top tier are, you know, by far and away, best product, um, most well received by our dentists, um, and we have best pricing in the industry on those. And so those are, commitments we make to our dogs and so you you can use anything you want but if you use our tier one vendors you're going to get what we feel our best product best pricing and the best product part is uh how it's perceived by our advisory boards we have advisory board of our our top local leaders and they twice a year meet and make these product selections so it's it's more um more complicated than member calls in and says, hey, can we find product X? Because we have to vet every vendor in terms of how they're going to treat our members nationally and, and, you know, the product performance and supply availability, et cetera. And so it it happens slowly, which frustrates some of our members and some of our vendors, but change is really, really difficult to do across. You know, in our locations, we have over a thousand dentists in those locations, right? So when you say, hey, we're going to organization that you can switch from product A to product B, that's frustrating, right? Yeah. Now, they can use whatever they want. They can use product Z, doesn't matter. Um, but they typically want to use our, our recommended products because they're, you know, leader in category, best price, they're supporting the education. It's just, it's a very simple package. If you, if you step back earlier to our discussion on let's get the stress out of the way, right? Does it really, 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 really matter what material you use for that case? when there's 25 materials out there and only five manufacturers in the world make them all anyway.
0: <laughs>
1: right. We yeah. do, we're, we're big on brand names. We love brand names because those are the ones that are investing in technology for the next product generation. So we don't buy the cheapest, but we get the best price on the best. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was wondering about there. So that's a pretty you know cool resource that you can have available there. Cause you know, I'm on these forums and I'm always seeing people post, you know, what do I, what do I do for, you know, this? And then somebody comes back with about 20 different, you know, options and answers. Like now they're almost in a worse situation than right. when they were, when they originally asked the question, because it's like, okay, out of all these now, what do I select? So I think that is something that, um, you know, a lot of people are, are just fascinated with as well and is interests them. Um, so as I you know, wrap up this, this interview, really what Trevor, you know, this has been awesome and, and really great I want to talk a little bit about um, just coming back to you know, SmileSource and for somebody who is interested in uh, looking into it, seeing that this is an uh, organization that they may be a, want to be a part of, how can someone um, find that out and, and where should they go?
1: Sure. So I mean, simply, if you go to our website, smilesource.com, there is an About Us or Contact Us page and we'll follow up with you very quickly. We want to. Um, uh, you know, get back to, to everybody. You can go to our Facebook page, Smilesource. Literally, if you type Smile source in anywhere, you'll you'll find us. Um, we would be happy to to connect with you. I'll give you my email. You can send me an email. Uh, so Trevor Mauer, it's uh, T Mauer, T-M-A-U-R-E-R at smilesource.com. And I'll get that in the right person's hands. We have, you know, like I said, 45 leaders across the country that are dentists that run a practice. And they also run that, that business study club we'll call it and uh, I'll get you directly in touch with them and you can go and see what they're all about go to one of their meetings, talk to them on the phone, go to their office, have them come to your office and just really learn about the community. Uh, it's interesting that it's taken years for us to get out of the stigma of Smilesource as a buying group um, to Smilesource really helps me grow my practice. So we're, we're proud of that fact that we've, we've moved beyond the fact that, yeah, we got the best deals in dentistry. But that's not how you're going to save your practice, or are you going to keep your practice, you know, you know, cranking so that your your son or daughter can work with you when they graduate dental school, or you can be in the community for as long as you want.
0: Absolutely, guys. It's it's all about you know investing in yourself, investing in your practice, and if you can find an organization like Smile Source here who you know is going to work just as hard on their end to make sure that you guys are getting your returns through. You know these different support systems that they have, the vendors, everything. Um, that's gonna, that's going to make a big difference. It's going to make a big difference in not only you know the bottom line, but also I think just your mental state as well, knowing that you have that, uh, which is is very important. Uh, Trevor, before we wrap up this interview, you guys got anything going on or, or any last things you kind of want to add to this? It's been a great interview.
1: Yeah. So the the last three quarters have been the fastest quarter, three quarters of growth in our really. Nine years in the US market. So the the momentum is definitely picking up. And that's picking up because uh frankly, DSO practice acquisitions are growing so fast. So doctors are now making choices. And you know, we see they don't they don't they know they're not gonna stand alone um as long as they thought. If you look at the future of the dental industry, in 10 years, it it looks like just doing the math, the straight line math, between 50 and 70 percent of practices are gonna be affiliated with the DSO. So You know, Jack Welch says, change before you have to. And so I would urge private practice entrepreneurial dentists out there that even if things are going really well for you, take an insurance policy out by understanding more about these private practice groups to make sure that you're not trying to do it by yourself. We'd be happy to talk to you and recommend others if we're not right for you. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, go over to smilesource.com, guys. Let's check out what they what the got. Watch some of the some nice videos on their uh, you know, existing members and uh give them a give them a chance to to talk to you a little bit and I think you, you'll be really impressed with what they're doing, and uh, for the sake of all of us here in the in the dental world, uh, we want uh, more private practices to continue to thrive, so uh, definitely go check them out. Trevor, man, thank you so much for uh, being on here today. It's been an absolute pleasure, and, and keep up the great work with what you guys are doing over there at Smile Source.
1: Hey, Shane, it's my pleasure. If anybody has uh, some air miles they need to burn, our annual meeting, which is... I think it's the best meeting in dentistry, but of course I have to say that. And I do believe it. <laughs> April 11th to the 13th in Dallas, Texas is our annual meeting. So that's literally, what's that, two weeks away. Um, come on down for three days of amazing education, fun, and, you know, we're putting the fun back and learning. So love to have you. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Trevor. And uh, we will uh, we'll be plugging that information down in the details below, everybody listening to this. And uh, Trevor, come back on sometime. We, we had a blast doing this.
1: Love to. thanks, Shane. Have a great week.
0: You too. All right. So that was our interview with Trevor Maurer of Smile Source. And it's all about building a community, guys. Having a community where you can feel like it's a little bit of a safe zone where you can, you know, be a little vulnerable, learn from mistakes that maybe you've made, and also share your wins so that others can, you know, have that similar outcome and result. Um, maybe you can help, you know, s- provide some guidance there, or maybe you need that. And that's what, you know, being able to create a network all about, whether it's smile source or just in general, uh, create a support network that's going to help you and others and in- everybody wins in that case so I really want to thank Trevor for getting onto the podcast and and love what they're doing over there with Smile Source and their whole mission and they do have as Trevor mentioned uh, their exchange event is coming up here April 11th through the 13th so uh, here in just a couple of weeks so uh, we are going be you know have the information uh, you know on Smile Source website and everything below. And if you guys are interested in checking them out and seeing you know maybe uh, they may be a good fit for you and your practice, uh, you know definitely go check out their website below. Again, a lot of great resources and there's a reason that successful practices are members of SmileSource. And then you can also find out more information about the exchange on their website. And uh, yeah, it's really great. So be sure to hit them up, and uh, they're a great resource to to kind of have in your back pocket there. So. Without, uh, I guess, taking up too much time here, guys, I just want to thank you all again for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review. We would love that. And, of course, if you are trying to build more freedom in your practice and you want a predictable system to generate new patients, then be sure to go to crimsonmediagroup.com, look us up there, and uh, we will help you with all of your online Dental marketing, it's what we do, and and we like to think we're pretty darn good at it. So uh, without further ado, guys, I'm going to sign off here, and we'll talk to you again here shortly on the Nothing But The Tooth Dentistry Podcast. Thanks, everybody.